Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. How are you? Yeah? You good? Not so good? You ready, you ready on a new month and new manifestations? Me too, girl. And guy. And non-binary identifying people. Hey, I stand with you. Why am I ready for this new month? Because October is my birthday month. Yeah. Well, birth month, not birthday month. I know that made no sense. Don't worry about that. Who am I, you ask? Good question. My name is Red, (laughs) and I am the host of Uniquely Spoken. I know you haven't heard my voice in like two weeks. I do apologize. I get into that in the first segment, just scrolling. You know, when I just scroll across this ghetto-ass internet, and yeah, you you get to find out the reason why I I have not been around, Um, and I only pop back into your life like a good seasonal pumpkin spice latte. Um, I'm one of them things nasty, to be honest with you. I've never had one. Listen, it was just a good metaphor. All right. Uh, (laughs) but my name is Red. I am the host of Uniquely Spoken. I thank you so much for tuning in and being here. It is greatly appreciated. Now let's jump into this new episode, shall we? Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red. Hey, how you doing? Lord, I was not trying to sound close to Wendy Williams. I'm sorry. How are you? <laughs> What's going on in your life at this very moment? Are you tired? Are you stressed? Do you need renewed energy? October is coming up. Actually, October is tomorrow. October 1st is tomorrow. I know. I know. It's like this 2020 is is passing us by very quickly. And we can't we need it cuz mm, 2020 you done showed up and showed out and not in the best way okay everyone was talking about having this 2020 vision and da 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 did you envision losing as many people as we lost hmm did you see miss rona coming to romney streets honey hmm did you see killer hornets and all of these things come these fires these uh what else other natural disasters did you see that coming hmm Did you see this BS debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump happening the way it did? Did you see that coming? Because Lord knows I didn't. I'm going to touch on that in a minute. I try not to make this show a political show or anything like that because my views are my views. And a lot of times I'm not fully equipped to give my views because I don't know every single detail. So I don't ever want to give information that... One is, excuse me, one is misinformation and two, Lord, what is that? Then two, that's not facts. So my opinions are my opinions. So I do my best to kind of steer clear from the um, politics. But this is one that I can't just let go of. But before I get into that, honey. Where have I been? (sighs) Listen. So, one, 
one a week got away from me. Did not realize I did not post. That um, I do apologize for. The second week, baby, I thought me and Miss Rona was finna have to have a sit down. Because your girl got sick. Not, not even really sick. One, Mother Nature showed up. That was one. So that was a deal within itself. But then it seemed like right on the heels of Mother Nature, Miss Rona was like, oh, I ain't stopped by your house yet. I ain't checked in on you. See how good your immune system is. Y'all ever seen Everybody Hates Chris? Y'all remember the, uh, what was his name? The <laughs> the guy that ran the funeral, uh, the funeral home. <laughs> that whenever someone would pass, he'll be like, tragic, tragic. <laughs> or when he find out they still living, he seems so disappointed. That's how I feel. Like Rona was coming to sit at my table and she was so disappointed that my immune system is the way that it is. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you, God, that I have a strong immune system. It's not funny by any means necessary. It's not funny because many people have lost their lives. I know people now that is still battling Rona. I know I know people that have, by the grace of God, come out on the other side of it. And unfortunately, I know people who have passed away from it. So I'm not trying to make light of it or I'm not trying to make a joke of it. This is just my opinion and I want to kind of brighten your day. So let me tell you what happened. So God wasn't feeling the best. Thought I was just cramping because Mother Nature is Mother Nature and she does what she does. Got under the cover, got in the bed all of that fell asleep I woke up and was extremely cold and when I say was shaking from the inside out couldn't get words out without like chattering like my teeth clicking together lips shaking all of these things and it scared me because I had never like I would get cold and I get these little chills where I'll jump or flinch but this was like 10 times worse. And it got to the point where I got up. I cut the air up where it would cut off for a little while. I stood in front of my oven. Like I cut the oven on like old school days when you didn't have central heat and air. When you cut the oven on to heat up the whole house. Maybe that was maybe that was just me and y'all lived in suburban neighborhoods. Um, but you cut the heater on to uh, cut the oven on to heat up the whole house. Or you had like one of the real old school gas heaters that you uh you cut the gas on you put a match in there and it go yeah one of those so i stood like i cut the heater on uh not the heater cut the oven on opened it up stood in front of it i did not cut the heat on because did not want to heat the whole house because one i don't live here by myself did not want my roommate coming home from work and as soon as she stepped through the door it's the gates of hell um did not want that for her so <laughs> I um, stood in front of the oven, walked away, like finally warmed up enough where I can try to fix me something to eat. Or I warmed up enough where I can kind of function a little bit. But it's like as soon as I cut the oven on, as soon as I closed it, I wasn't in front of the heat anymore. Boom. There, like the shivers came back. All of a sudden, my ears got hot. My face was hot. Um, But... I was shaking like I was freezing. Throat wasn't hurting. Nothing else was bothering me. But apparently I had a fever. 
I made a makeshift hot toddy. If you do not know what a hot toddy is, please look it up. But I had some hot tea, some honey, and some Amsterdam. I made it do what it do, baby. When I say I got in bed, had on long, uh, long sweatpants, uh, long sleeve sweater dress, a hat, socks, uh, like fuzzy socks, and a jacket. Baby, I was bundled up, up under the cover, sweated that bad boy out, and it has not returned. I thank you, Father. Then right behind that, your girl tried to get a UTI. If you don't know what a UTI is, you can you can check it out. You can research that. But yeah, Mother Nature been on the on the road and then Rona tried to come knocking at my door. God blocked it. And body tried to do listen, it's been a struggle. Alright? It's been a struggle. But now that we're all caught up with me. Sorry if this was TMI. I want us to be close. I don't want us to be that close though. But <laughs> but now that we're all caught up with me, let me touch on this debate real quick. One, it was bullshit. Um, that was that's it. That's all. Uh, moving along. <laughs> but for real, like this is the best we got. This is the best we can do. Listen, that like Joe Biden last night looked like a <laughs> like a disappointed parent <laughs> like when the credit uh credit card when the report cards come in joe biden was just so sad he tried his best he got so frustrated he was like shut up man just and now they cut now it's t-shirts out with the shut up man t-shirts um people selling them and Trump mainly just yelled and interrupted the moderator. I know soon as the cameras went off, he cussed somebody out and he was like, my job, this, like this right here, this debate right here, it ain't worth it. Um, this, this right here ain't worth this little paycheck that y'all trying to give me. He went and had at least five shots because I would have after having to deal with that and sit through that he like i posted on my facebook i was like that moderator has to feel like a frustrated father (laughs) he sound he sound like a father fussing at his children uh to be quiet he he is so over it i bet you he after it was done he put his hand on his head like some of y'all be doing when your kids is virtual learning and you still have to help them with homework afterwards like he it was a baby it was struggle bus and what one of the things that stood out was trump tell trump not being able to denounce white supremacy but calling them proud boys telling them to stand back and stand by for what sir but you're not a you you're not a clansman you're not part of white supremacy you don't support any of that these people were legit online celebrating after the debate you just gave him gave them the go ahead they need to rile everything up to start riots to start a hate war all of these things so you can continue being uh unaware prejudiced racist misogynistic xenophobic transphobic 
um, dumbass that you are. That's the best way I can put it. That's the best way I can put it. You you did all of this so you can stay in the White House and continue to do nothing. Or continue to run America into the ground. So this is the best we got. Lord, I hope the vice presidential debate is 10 times, 20 times, 100 times better than the presidential debate last night. Because that was horrible. It genuinely was. Moving along. So, (laughs) just to end this on a better note. Because I was going to talk about um, Naya Rivera and her sister, her baby sister moving in with her ex-husband. But that's, that all the facts isn't out about that yet. I think I might want to wait and see what else comes out dealing with that. But yeah, um, you can look into that story for right now. Like I said, it's, it's current, it's currently unfolding. But Naya Rivera, if you don't know, passed away um, on a boating trip, excuse me, with her and her son. She was able to rescue her son and get him on the boat. But unfortunately, she wasn't able to do the same for herself. But now her younger sister is moving in to um, moving into a house with her ex-husband, supposedly to help raise the um, her five year old son. Naya's five-year-old son, Josie. There's reports that there's a romantic aspect. Listen, I'm going to dive deeper into that on the next episode because I want to get some more facts about that before I can just give my opinion or assumption on it. So, just to end this on a better note. (laughs) I I did what I normally do. Oh, I didn't even say it this segment. At the beginning of the segment, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Because some of y'all be looking for that. So, doing what I normally do. And just scrolling across this ghetto-ass internet. Um, <laughs> I, I do apologize. Because it just dawned on me that I did not say that. So, I came across this video. Picture it. It's your birthday. Or in this video, it's this man's birthday. He gets up. Wife doesn't tell him happy birthday. Kids don't say happy birthday. He gets to work. Co-workers don't say happy birthday. No one acknowledges his birthday except for his boss. <laughs> and his boss say, hey, can I take you to lunch? You know, for a birthday and da 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 And his boss is a female. So he he's like, yeah, sure. You know, he doesn't see anything wrong with it. Well, the boss says do you want to come to my house? Like, do you want to stop at my house for a little while before we go to lunch? Why this man didn't think, no, probably shouldn't do that. I don't know. But he agreed. They get to the house. The uh, boss tells him, oh, let me, sh- let me change into something a little bit more comfortable. Da, 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 da. Well, comes out. Everyone comes out to surprise this man for his birthday, and he is sitting completely naked on the couch. (laughs) Why is this so funny? (laughs) He is sitting completely butt booty naked on his boss's couch, thinking he finna get him some birthday sex. (laughs) And he looks up. Everyone is standing in the living room. His wife, his kids, co-workers, 
boss, everybody. Listen, now you sitting here with your candle sticking that attention, thinking it's about to get blown out, and now your wife wanted a divorce. Sir, <laughs> how did you see this working in your favor? Hmm? You thought you was going to eat some birthday cake? Get your candle blown out and then go back home, clock back in at work like didn't nothing happen. No, sir. <laughs> One, the wife kind of set you up because I don't understand why the wife is asked the boss to do something at her house. Y'all could like surprised him at the restaurant or you could have surprised him at work. Um, two, sir, you you fell into the trap because what what man with common sense good common sense and a wife and family is going to agree to go to the boss's house not hey we need to stop here real quick i just need to grab some you can stay in the car no you went inside made yourself comfortable comfortable <laughs> comfortable made yourself a little bit too comfortable and now you got to go see a divorce attorney because <laughs> you thought you was going to get some of the birthday sex <laughs> like man y'all I really I don't want to say men are stupid <laughs> all y'all not stupid but this one this one was not a good representation of mankind he let y'all down fellas and now the kids daddy ain't going to be home for Christmas And we are back and this is unique thoughts unique thoughts is when I give you my unique opinion or unique thought process on either a a story time that happened in my life because huh, I am who I am and the life I have is the life that I have or I give my unique commentary or thought process on <clears throat> excuse me something that has come across my screen so here I am, right? Just scrolling through stuff on YouTube, and I see a story or I see a video that says mother-in-law ruins my wedding. Eh, seems interesting enough. So I click it. Now, here's the thing. Was not expecting everything that I found or everything that I came across when I watched this video. So <sighs> this couple gets married we're going to name the girl Naomi all right we're going to name the bride Naomi we're going to name the groom Chad I actually think that was the groom's name I don't know but we're going to name his name is going to be Chad and the the wife the mom's name is going to be Carol so Chad and Naomi are getting married comes you know the day of their wedding and the bride walking down the aisle locks eyes with her groom Chad and goes you know goes throughout the wedding without without a hitch cool everything is fine well they go to take pictures family portraits all of that and <laughs> it now has 
come into the view of the bride that (laughs) Carol has wore a wedding dress, a white wedding dress that was real similar to the bride's to the wedding. Now, of course, Naomi is getting pissed and she doesn't really have time to acknowledge Carol and this ugly wedding dress when you look at it um because they're trying to take family photo family photos <laughs> they're trying to take family photos they're trying to take bright um pictures of the bride and groom pictures of the bridal party all of these things right well when chad finally gets to pull carol to the side hey mom um why why do you have on a wedding dress she said, what are you talking about? This isn't a wedding dress. He said, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a wedding dress. And then it's a white wedding dress at that. What's like, what's going on? Why do you have that on? And Carol responds, well, I had the train cut off. So it's no longer a wedding dress. <laughs> Carol, the fact that there was a train on it, you acknowledge that it's a wedding dress. How, 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 how do you, (laughs) well, it's not a wedding dress. And then it's not like the train was cut all the way off. No, um, it was cut off to the, it, cause it looked like the uh, dress had like a little cape on it where you can tell that there was a train. You can, you can definitely tell that there was a train, but now it has been cut to look almost like a cape. But you like the type of material it was and all of that. You can tell that it was a train. Um, she was like, well, cut the train. So it's not a wedding dress anymore. What? <laughs> how, how is it not a wedding dress anymore, Carol? Can we, can we talk about this? Can we, can we talk like, I really want you and all of your privilege to understand this is still a wedding dress. You should not have worn white. You should not have worn the wedding dress. So, we're going to step past this, right? So, the wedding goes on, the reception goes on, and the wife keeps getting people coming up to her saying, hey, did you see Carol's dress? Did you know about it? Did, like, did you approve this? Like, oh my God, I can't believe. So, the wedding is over. The reception is over. And Chad and Naomi are on the way to the hotel they were having a post um, bridal, a post wedding party or whatever the next day. So, uh, Lindsay, huh, Naomi turns on her phone and she goes to uh, check her messages and her phone is lighting up with, because it has, it had been off all day, uh, all day, the day of her wedding. And she is now getting messages from everyone talking about Carol's dress, someone sent a side by side and was like, it looks a lot like your dress. Then all Carol had to do after the wedding was over, after the reception was over, they had a bunch of food left over that they were going to use at the, um, post the post wedding party. And Carol was supposed to get the food. 
Naomi's mom got all the di directions, all of the decorations, chairs, everything. She got everything, had a checklist, everything was got. Carol was supposed to get the food. The caterer even packed it up nicely so she didn't have to do it. All she had to do was pick it up, put it in her car, take it home. People would get it the next day. Carol said, well, I didn't see the food. No, first it was, I didn't know I was supposed to be getting the food. Chad said, Mom, you knew you were supposed to get it because Naomi's mom got all of the food or got all of the decorations. <sighs> now Carol is saying, oh, well, I didn't see the food. So, no, I didn't get it. And the, they called the hotel. The hotel said, well, we told Carol exactly where to pick it up. Carol knew where the food was. We even showed it to her. So, because it was not claimed, it had to go in the garbage. Now, mind you, this was hundreds of dollars of catered food. Now, not only did that money go to waste, but now I have to buy more food. Or they had to buy more food. I ain't, I ain't buying shit. But they had to buy more food for this post-wedding uh, party. Why won't that come out, Jesus? But for the post-wedding party, they had to buy more food. Um, Carol, let me tell you something. You would have got a whole bill. One, I'm finna sue you for emotional distress. Because it was my wedding day and you knew you weren't supposed to wear white, you old hoe. You knew you weren't supposed to wear a wedding dress on my wedding day. So I'm finna sue you for emotional distress. Two, I'm finna sue you because of all this food you done wasted. Because you knew you were supposed to get the food and out of spite you did not get it. Now, Chad went to have a lunch meeting with Carol and Carol basically played the victim. I feel attacked. Why are you attacking me? I showed Naomi my dress and she was okay with it. What bride is going to be okay with their mother-in-law wearing a white dress when they supposed to be the only ones in white? A white wedding dress at that. Carol, if you... Listen. You knew. You knew better. You knew better. You didn't like this girl from jump. So you you played the extreme petty move outside of inviting one of his exes to the wedding. You pulled the extreme petty move of, you know what? I want the attention. I'm going to take the attention from the bride. Even if the bride asked you to wear this uh, uh, ugly pink cupcake dress that made you look like the top of a cake. I You should put that on. But why? Because the attention is not on you. The tension is supposed to be on the bride. Listen. So I'm going to sue you for emotional distress. I'm going to sue you because now I done wasted money. Because food done got thrown away. And I'm going to sue you for this food that I have to buy for this party. So Carol, I need you to unclench your purse. Push that old butterscotch candy and peppermints to the side. Give me your wallet and that credit card. Because I'm going to swipe the numbers off that bad boy. You knew you was wrong. You knew. You told Joe you tried to convince your son not to marry her for the longest. And he did not listen. And he married her anyway. And so, as the last gut punch, this is the stunt that you pulled. Carol, you knew you was wrong for that. You knew you was wrong. Now, pay that girl her money. Or pay me my money since I had to review this. Somebody pay me some money. Somebody owes some money somewhere, and it's my money, and I need it now. I will be around to collect. Thank you.
Hey, honeys. So, this is a segment, Hey, Honey, where I give advice or give encouraging words or answer questions. Whatever comes, whichever one comes first. And last episode, I talked about opening your window um, during Hey, Honey for encouraging for an encouraging word. And a lot of you have really reached out and said how that impacted you and how you felt about it. I got a lot of good response, um, good responses to it. And I really appreciate that because it lets me know that I, I am making some type of an impact on everyone, on whoever is listening, or that there's something there that you can connect to or excuse me, that it makes you feel less of less alone and it makes me feel less alone knowing that I can connect with you on that level or that you can connect with me and you know we can start building a community start building a family where everyone can share their story and everyone can share that moment that makes them feel less alone so kind of keeping in that theme before I really jump into the topic of hey honey yes it is the end of September but remember September is also suicide prevention month really every month should be suicide prevention month but September is specifically carved out for suicide prevention so if you or anyone you know needs to or having those type of thoughts or you are worried about a friend or family member please 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 either you reach out for yourself or have them reach out to the suicide prevention hotline this is the national hotline and the number for that hotline is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255 and once again a lot of times people being depressed they can hide it very well sometimes they can't sometimes it's going to take you reaching out before they really enter a dark place and sometimes people just want to feel like they're being heard or they're being seen a lot of times you can make that difference you can be somebody's lifeline really because if someone feels alone or feels like they're not being seen or feels like they're not being heard or it's not going to matter if they're not here anymore you can intercede on their behalf you talk to them or do their best to be there listen sometimes it just takes you being there and letting them cry on the phone not speaking but them just knowing that you're there So once again, um, if you or anyone else are having these um, thoughts, please reach out to the Suicide Prevention Hotline and talk through it. Um, I have called this hotline before, and and for a good minute, I was ashamed about that, but um, I'm not anymore because the lady that I talked to really helped me and she was I believe her name was Rachel um so 
the number for the hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Once again, that's 1-800-273-8255. So keeping kind of with the theme from the last episode of Open Your Window. Well, that wasn't the name of the episode, but the theme for Hey Honey um, was Open Your Window. This one is be your most authentic self. I was having a conversation with my uncle. Jesus, it is something in my eye and it will not release itself. Um, <laughs> I was having a conversation with my uncle. Hey, Uncle Calvin. Um, and I don't think he realized how big of an impact he made on me during these conversations. And me and my uncle, um, we can go like a couple months without speaking but when we get on the phone we are on the phone for like two hours sometimes just really like picking up where we left off and it's really good to have somebody like that in your life and in your corner um but we were talking about being your most authentic self and he told me he was like you know what niece he said you you're the type of person that you make people feel comfortable with you and you make them feel comfortable enough to be their most authentic self. And I hope you have people in your life that you are being or can be your most authentic self with. And he told me how he felt comfortable enough to be his most authentic self. So it got me to thinking, I do have people in my life that I can be my most authentic self with. But a lot of times I choose not to be in a sense or I choose to keep some part of myself to myself because out of fear of how they would react or fear of them leaving. One thing that I'm addressing in counseling that I never really knew or acknowledged was I slightly have, or let me not say slightly because that's not really addressing the issue, but I have abandonment issues and of course it stemmed from my biological father but um that's a different story for a different day um but me being able to acknowledge how do I put it me being able to acknowledge that I have that type of issue I never share who I am or what I truly believe or like all sides of me because I always fear that something will be something will make someone leave or something will trigger someone in some type of way even though you are not responsible for someone else's thoughts or beliefs or reactions to you and of you I always hate like hold that burden of well if I say this or I make this joke or I'm not seen in this light then it's it's going to you know that relationship or friendship or whatever is going to end and I don't want anyone else to feel like that I want whoever is around me to be their most authentic self 
I want you, whoever listening, to be your most authentic self. Be your most authentic self because one, you deserve it and you owe it to yourself. Two, it's tiring trying to be somebody that you are not or trying to keep a mask on 24-7. It be hot in them things and you don't deserve that. You don't need, you don't owe that to yourself. You owe it to yourself to be your most authentic creation, the most authentic person unique person that God created you to be or Buddha Jehovah Muhammad whoever you believe in the universe whoever whatever you believe in your higher calling your higher spirit whatever you believe in but as for me and my household we will serve the Lord um (laughs) you deserve it to be your most authentic self and a lot of times people can't handle your authentic self and know that means those weren't the people you were supposed to be they weren't supposed to be around for a lifetime some people are in your life for reasons and some are in there for seasons sometimes we try to keep the seasonal people year round and they're not supposed to be there if you have if there's a halloween store in your city or your town or whatever they need seasonal workers they don't need you year round because it ain't Halloween year round nobody trying to buy Halloween stuff during Christmas and Valentine's so why is it that we choose to have seasonal people in our lives year round when they not supposed to be there they're there for that season for you to learn something and then move on they there for that season for you to see hey this is who I want in my life this isn't who I want in my life this is what I will accept this is what I will not accept so you have to start determining who is in your life for you and for seasons and who is there for a reason who is there for a blessing and who is there for a lesson but you're not going to be able to do that sincerely and authentically if you're not being your most authentic self if you're not being authentic with about who you are with the people around you with the people that's closest to you if you can't be your most authentic self with your friends your close friends your family your spouse whoever then one you're doing them a disservice because you're not being who you are who you are truly and walking in your truth and you're not doing yourself a and you're doing yourself a disservice because it's tiring it's so exhausting trying to be on all the time with me I feel like if I'm not on then you're not going to get the best podcast experience that I can give you if I'm not happy go lucky red then and funny then you're not going to get the best podcast episode that I can give you because I feel like in my head I have to be on and that's not authentic to me that's not authentic to anybody Everybody has bad days. Everybody has off days. Everybody has days where it's like, yo, I'm, I don't want to do anything. Genuinely, nothing. And that's okay. And sometimes I have to get out of my own way and show you that. Last, My last episode, I showed you that. And I, the response I got was so heartwarming and overwhelming because even my boyfriend was like I really loved your last episode 
or he really loved the episode where he was saying that's that's like a real raw you that was a real emotion that was something that's honest and somebody they can't no one can take that away from you so you owe it to yourself to be your most authentic self all the weirdness all your flaws all your insecurities all the weird food combinations that nobody else is going to agree with all of that all of that is what makes you you give people that opportunity to know you and your more in your most authentic form and if you don't know yourself yet in that most authentic form do some self-discovery go inside of yourself spend some time with yourself to figure out who that is and introduce that person to those around you and if people start falling by the wayside and can't deal with it then oh well but you be proud of who you are because you deserve that now go live your most authentic life i love you well that's it jesus that's it (laughs) sorry something started attacking my throat jesus um rona don't you be trying to come back for round two lord i didn't go through rona in round one please keep that away from me you have been a good god and kept me kept me healthy lord and I, I don't want to get into the ring with Miss Rona. I don't need that type of negativity in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Sometimes you just got to stop and say a quick prayer. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't aiming for that in the in the beginning of this uh, when I first hit record. But hey, um, sometimes you got to give them what you want. Uh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, we we going to keep pushing. We have reached the end of the show where I call this segment Unique Speaks. Lord, it took a second. It was a delay. I couldn't remember what I called this segment, to be honest with you. But during Unique Speaks, I either give you a quote or I give you a poem. Um, you're not getting a poem this week. I know I, I, I know I've been gone. And I should have come came back with another poem, which I do have one, but it's not where I want it enough to give it to you all the way it needs to be given. So you are getting a quote this week. And this quote actually comes from my uncle. Um, hey, Uncle Calvin. So this quote actually comes from my uncle. We were having a conversation, and I mentioned this in Hey Honey, but we were having a conversation about being your most authentic self, and he said this, and I had to hurry up and write it down because it it said something to me, but this is the quote. If you create uninspired, what you create will be uninspiring. And I don't know if that quote came from somewhere else or from him, but he said it and it jumped out to me. So with me having a podcast and with me writing poetry, a lot of times you have to be inspired. And this is something he mentioned to me. He said, if you try to create something 
without being inspired is not going to reach the people that it's supposed to reach how it's supposed to reach them. So if you are operating outside of your purpose, if you are uninspired and outside working outside of your purpose, what you do and what you create for someone else, if you're in the creative realm and creative aspect is going to be uninspiring. If you are a writer and you write when you're uninspired just to be writing, sometimes it can come off good, but it's not going to come off great. It's not going to be as great as you know it could be and as great as the people around you know that it can be. If you are a painter, if you draw, if you write stories, if you dance, if you dance uninspired, a lot of times it's not even about inspiring other people, but inspiring yourself. And if you are uninspired and you try to create outside of being inspired, you're not going to be inspiring to yourself or to anyone else. So when you are operating outside of your purpose, you're not inspiring anybody. I heard, I once heard Steve Harvey say that, was it Steve Harvey? I think it was Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey and probably one other person. But I once heard him say that sometimes other people's dreams and breakthroughs are tied up in your dreams sometimes you have to get to a certain place for someone else in your life to be blessed or for someone else to have a breakthrough sometimes you have to go after your dreams you have to go after what inspires you and operate what inspires you because someone else's healing can be wrapped up in what inspires you Someone else's breakthrough can be wrapped up in your gifts and your talents. But if you're not creating and doing what you're supposed to do when you're inspired, they're not receiving what they need and neither are you. So, yeah, I hope that touched you. And I hope I made sense. Because when you create, when you're uninspired, what you what you create will be uninspiring that's it that's all (laughs) if you ever seen the movie the devil wears prada where meryl streep is like that's all and she just tells her assistant to go away (laughs) by saying that's all (laughs) i love that movie actually but nevertheless We have reached the end of the show. I hope I have said something to make you feel some things. I hope I said something to make you think. Hope I said something to make you laugh and to give you a little bit of brightness during your day or night. Whenever you're listening to this, honey, it really makes me no difference. As long as you are listening, downloading and um, favoriting, sharing, liking, all of that. Um... You can follow me on Instagram at uniquely spoken words. Um, oh, my bad. Uniquely underscore spoken underscore words. I just created a TikTok. Am I going to start using it? <laughs> that is to be determined, but I believe I will. If I actually post something, I will give you the TikTok name. 
Um, also, this page will be getting a Twitter. This page, this podcast will be getting a Twitter soon. I have a Twitter and I don't ever really use it. So I figured I, I really should start using my Twitter. Um, but this podcast will have a Twitter soon where you can follow, tweet, um, give suggestions for things you want to hear me talk about, all of that. So I will discuss that in the next episode. But until next time, please remember, I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for showing up for me. And let me know how I can show up for you. You know, I love you so much. And remember, L-O-V-E is all we need. Until next time, red people, if you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is red and you are my people. Duh. (laughs) I love you. Until next time. Bye.